welcome back to the Teas and Seas of Life podcast with Tanya and Claire. Hi. Yeah, no, we're still not over our technology problems. <laughs> really annoying. It's really annoying. At least it went quickly this time. That so, could have been more painful. Yeah, I know. That, so we're recording from my phone today and with my little, my tiny little microphone, like a weatherman's tiny. microphone. Oh, I've always wanted like the headset, like Madonna. I oh, guess yeah, no, that's get. cool. My sister's got one of them. Whenever oh. we do like Zoom calls or that, she's got <laughs> But she just vogue yeah, randomly. That's what I'd do. <laughs> she always looks so professional. It's no. hilarious. No. I don't think she listens to the podcast, so I can slag her off. <laughs> oh, so, <nice>. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> She'll never know. Calling you out. Yep. <laughs> um, so we're on episode nine. Episode we are on episode nine. nine. Imposter syndrome. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I know. It's a challenging one. It is. It is. Already, I can feel I'm on edge. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> it's fine. But look, fine. before we delve into that, let's just have a little catch up on what's been going on yes. for the last week since we recorded. Yeah. Yep. So we are officially runners. We are officially runners. <laughs> Feels good. Oh, it does. Runners slash. I felt the need to justify this the other day yeah. to somebody. I, I was um I was telling her a little anecdote from our our walk slash run. We were supposed yep. to be running, but it was icy, so we walked that morning, which was safer. And safer I had first. just come home from work as well. So yeah. Yes. I was tired. No, and it is a walk slash run because we're building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. And I am, I'm fine with it. I'm proud of even our little bits, our little increments going up. Yeah. Because I know I've actually built and I couldn't have been the same place I am now as well, it would have been three weeks When ago. the little lady on the app tells us that we're running three times longer now yeah. than we did at the beginning, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Because the thought of running for 30 minutes, like... Sh- what is that going to be at week nine or something? Yeah. The thought of going from to there from where we are now—that's a bit like. <laughs> I don't but know. people obviously do it. Yeah. And I have done a five k before, so have I have, you? Yeah. Oh no, no. Just myself. Just do you? No. At running on the lanes. No, I was a runner when in my youth, oh, but it was always sprinting. Really? Yeah, oh, okay. Sprinting, not a runner. I never wanted. I remember doing cross country at school and hiding in the um woods and having a fag. <laughs> That's generally how I live my life. Like, no, I'll run there, sit down, have a fag, and then I go back. The, yeah, Brilliant. it's not, I'm not a long distance runner, mm-hmm. but I want to be. And I've got friends that really do run and love running, like yeah. really love running. And um, yeah. I love the idea of being a runner. Like, I it, love, my sister came down to visit us once mm-hmm. and she had her running trainers and that. And she went off out at eight, six o'clock one morning and I was like, where are you off to? She said, like, I'm just going for a run. And I looked at the window and she's like striding on by. I was like, that looks really convenient. But oh, I've got kids, so I'm I, not going to run. No, and this is it. It is, I trying to fit it in. I've got one of my friends, she's the same. She just, she runs. She even, I think when we went camping once, she ran off along the beach and I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, we come camping to sit in a chair and not move. Yeah. But it, it is her thing and yeah. she loves it and it helps her mental health. She texted me today a picture of her running up a hill. So you're texting me, you're sending me a photo and you're running up a hill. Wow. I can't breathe while I'm doing that. I like can't wait seconds. till I'm at that point where I actually, I can feel, I, actually, even this is quite interesting in terms of being mm. imposter syndrome. Um, I don't consider myself as a runner yet because no. we're a run slash walking, but I am... St- what the goal is, yes. is to be a run, not like a marathon runner or anything like that, no, but just a yeah. run for a form of exercise because that was one of my goals that I set myself this year. I wanted to establish yeah. healthy habits, not yeah. just losing weight and or doing it for January or just running for a 5K or something. I wanted yeah. to 
I wanted to establish a habit and run it and enjoy it. Yeah. Like not feel like it's a chore. Like it feels a little bit like a chore at the moment. I like the structure. I, I like the I, Monday, Wednesday, yeah. Friday. I do love it. I do. I will stick by every time my alarm goes off. I'm like, Claire, Claire I do check my phone. Like, Claire, <laughs> has Claire texted me to say she's not going to go? Because I'm not going on my own. But she never does. So I do get up. But I'm glad once I'm up and I'm out, it does make me really happy. And it's, it's another thing. My kids are brilliant because they are always very proud of my achievements. They're yeah. very good like that. And they are really like, Mum, you're doing really well. And I love oh, that's that. that's brilliant. And it also, I'm very conscious, especially at the moment of my daughter becoming a teenager mm-hmm. and where I am obsessed with weight and food and everything like that, of changing how I'm saying it yeah. and changing my reasons for doing stuff vocally yeah. because I don't want her to be hearing like that kind of body confident stuff mm-hmm. because it plants so easily. Yeah, it so does. it is more I'm running for you my You just fitness, need to which... hear something once yeah. for it to, to sit in yeah. your mind. And it does. And she is like, I wish I had a big eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> but she's got an amazing little figure for already, but she's curvy. Yeah. And she already, you can see that kind of thing that could develop. So I'm very much like, I praise her backside. The all the time because yeah. she's got a proper booty and I love it because yeah. I ain't got a bum yeah. <laughs> so I'm not I'm so jealous because I want her to know it's amazing awesome she is, it's yeah. amazing and that so you have to remind yourself of that especially as women mm-hmm. that it's not I'm not running to be skinny as much as that would be lovely but I genuinely am running because I want the habit I want yeah. to lose weight but I want to be healthy yeah. more than anything and I do I want to be able to go right do you know what I'm stressed I'm going for a run Mm-hmm. and not look like I'm going to die. And not choose sweeties instead. Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah it's that it change in yeah. habits, isn't it? Yeah. And I've yeah. got dogs that like running, so it might well not. <laughs> Rocco did do a poo mid-run this morning, which wasn't <laughs> helpful. But, you know, I jogged on the spot while he pooed, so yeah. right. it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you see people jogging on the spot at the traffic lights, that kills me. Yeah, like, just, just, just stand break. still. Take God's sake. Yeah. We know you're a runner. <laughs> no. no. Um... Look, I need to mention that over the last week, we've had a couple of messages from Ooh, our listeners. Have we? Yes, we have. We've had an email. Oh, oh yay. Yes. Oh, and C's podcast. Oh, God, don't start again. <laughs> I need to write it down. I don't know what T's and C's podcast at gmail.com. You sounded very sure of that, so I'm down with it. 90% sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bit less. Well, the email came through, so someone knew what it was. Yeah, I know, I know. No, from us, so yeah. our listener was saying that she loved the episode on um, intention setting because it yeah. really helped her change the way that she thought about the year ahead yeah. and what she wanted to achieve for herself. So that's really cool. That is really it's cool. It's nice when you hear back from people yeah. because it helps to know when your words have made a difference. Yes, and it does. I think, especially for me, it helps me because I will just waffle on about any old crap. Yeah. So it's nice to know that sometimes maybe I'm waffling in a positive way. Imposter syndrome. So I can feel in my head as I say stuff, I'm like, it's there. You're talking shit. You're talking shit. It is. And I generally, I often do talk shit, so that's probably why. (laughs) But I did get some nice messages as well about that. And a few people, like I'm still doing my gratitude app, Mm -hmm. and I've had quite a few people that have started talking about gratitude and said how nice it was for us to talk about the law of attraction and talking about that positivity mm-hmm. and that gratitude. And I know that... Um, you Do you sh- use my gratitude journal? No, I use the app, so I'm sorry. Okay. I'm all technology-based. But I have seen your one now, okay. and I think I may have to because it's pretty. And yeah. I it's think one well, of my low-content books that I designed last year. Low-content books. Know. <laughs> it's got a little buzzword. <laughs> and a little dancing goes along with it. 
One day I am going to film us and show you. Do you know what? We will do. But didn't we say we were going to do we that? We did for like when we very first started talking about it. We were going to film it and then... Because no, we no, were going to go been... to a great restaurant as well. Yeah, yeah. We were going to do that. But we could... No, um, no everything's closed down. Yeah. Life is just shutting down. Yep. Maybe we could do like a recorded episode for our 1,000th... 1,000. Downloads. Yeah, Because we're just over 700. So we're only... Yeah. Not far away. About three or four weeks away, a month away from thousand. Yeah, we could do that. That's exciting. I'll be skinny as well. <laughs> I won't be skinny. Obviously. We'll be skating away. You won't be serious. <laughs> I won't. Thinking of your gratitude book, though, I know that was it. It might. I don't know if I, where I've seen it, but isn't it something? As much as I use my app and I love my app, but that actually putting pen to paper. Yes, is there is a science behind intense or something. The, the Right, the commitment of writing down the words and yeah. it triggers something. I don't know what. I'm not going no. to try and fumble my way through an ex- explanation. But there is there is a science between what your hand does and what your brain yeah. recognises. Yeah. And um, in the book, I designed it so that you built up the habit slowly. So for the first, right, okay. for the first week or so, you're only writing two things a day. And then right, it builds okay. up to three, then it switches to five. Okay, and then it's just a bullet journal for the for the second half right. of the book. So you can just it's just it helps you to establish yeah. that feeling feeling of accomplishment as well because mm-hmm. you date your entry as well. And yeah, at the beginning, like when you first start thinking about things you're grateful for, mm-hmm. it's quite a challenge. Like it's not it easy is. to no. change your way of thinking, which I think is what the app has helped me slightly in giving me the themes. I suppose of yeah. like honing me in, and I think one of them was around our senses. Which is something I'm, you just don't think about. Like, oh, so that just was suggested senses. to you? Yeah. Oh, so okay. It's, I think it's got like challenges. I don't know what they are. So it just comes up with a different theme on different days. And it was, it was things like I'm grateful to be able to look at my kids and see them grow and feel them yeah, cuddle really cool. Which you wouldn't necessarily think about because yeah. they're just the little things that you do every day. Yeah. That you're thinking often, I think when people talk about gratitude, it's like, yeah, I'm grateful for all these massive stuff. And that's brilliant. But actually, sometimes it's looking at those little things, especially yeah. now, because we don't have as much of the big stuff, mm-hmm. but we have still got little things we can be grateful for. Yeah. So I you think can train yourself cool. to look at the small stuff and feel yeah. like even turning a really shit day into a diamond yeah. and finding that little shine in your day. Yeah, it does, It's not easy to do, but over, you know, over time, yeah, it does. It does build a really positive habit. So yes. it's good. And you're doing really well. You stuck yeah. to it all month. I have, which oh, is... is it praising you? Is it giving you a little reminder? It's like, you can do this! It Woo-hoo! does at the end of it. It does, it is nice. And it's like, oh yeah, okay. And I do, I have a habit track. I am. I love an app, but I love my phone. As yeah. everyone knows, I am obsessed with my phone. So I am on there, but I've also got a habit tracker mm-hmm. so that shows me like the habits that I'm keeping up on and like sweets. Somehow I'm doing really well with sweets. That's wicked. I'm going to have a breakdown and I'm dreaming about sweets. So I'm, even now I can feel my legs jolting because I'm like, I'm just talking about... <laughs> but I'm not going to eat them yet because I just want to go 30 days without eating sweets and I can do it. But sleep as well is another one I'm trying to. I'm not good at that though. I don't sleeping. Like sleeping, not like getting eight hours sleep a night. You don't need eight hours of sleep. A night. No, but that That's was my sort. I know, but it was my goal, right, and okay. I've not hit it once. So I'm going to change it now. <laughs> I'm changing so what's that. What's the most sleep you've had? Seven. Okay, so that's all right. Yes, I'm not far off it. So yeah, and it is annoying me because I can't press the habit button. Oh, because you have right, okay, I okay, done okay. It. So I'm going to change it so that I can press the button. 
want to press the button. Such a child. But that is what's great about being fluid with your intentions or the goals yeah. that you set yourself, that they don't have to be rigid and make you yeah. contract at the thought of having not achieved them, that if it's re- not realistic for yeah. you, then amend it. Make yeah. it something that fits your lifestyle. And if doing eight hours of sleep, it's, quite, it's a long time. It's a time. long time. It, it is. is. Even when I get seven, I'm like, wow. But I think six, I think, is generally realistic for six my is good life. for me. That, and I'm not tired. I think that's why it's been really nice doing the running as well and starting my day earlier because I'm up before my kids because yeah. they're at home now. Normally they'll be up at six, but they're not going anywhere, so mm-hmm. they're not. But it does make me feel better to so mm-hmm. wake up in the morning. I sit down, I have a cup of coffee. I sit and talk to the dogs. I want to get back. It just, yeah, it's I have lovely. a new routine of it's my lovely. day. It's yeah, really good. It's nice. It's a good year. So far, touch wood. <laughs> Something's going to happen. Oh, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's, not, not, it's not. not. It's not. It's not. It's not. No. Right. Let's talk about what imposter syndrome mm. is. Like, how would you explain it? Or shall I just explain it? You explain it because I'll waffle on about some <laughs> okay. shit. <that> <laughs> so imposter syndrome is an internal experience or um, your ego, which tells you or makes you feel like you're not worthy of an achievement or a, an element of success. Yes. Um, and it happens to everybody, it, no matter what. Yeah. level in their career or what stage in their life they're at everybody will feel it a lot of mothers feel it through mm-hmm. like having imposter syndrome yeah. especially first time mums I remember the first time I pushed my pram out with Aiden I felt mm-hmm. like I had this neon sign above my head like new mum has no yeah, fucking idea what she's doing I, was, I had my mum come down well I didn't have her she invited herself down and I'm, I'm so glad that I did have her because <laughs> I had no what? idea yeah. like my other two sisters they didn't have mum down or it to stay in their home when they had their mm. babies Whereas, you was the first I weren't you yeah, yeah I was yeah I guess yeah. so I suppose Louise and Sarah got to practice with, with my kids mm. but I need even with Connor I needed mum there I needed her yeah, here okay. for at least two weeks to help me okay, get into period. that habit of yeah. being a mum and a what I needed to do. Having a new baby. Yeah, it is. The, the, yeah, especially, and like you said, it's, when it's the first one as well, mm-hmm. it's not. I remember having Callum and then Sam went away. After about five, he was, Callum was about five days old and he went, I think it was his nan's 80th birthday or something. And I remember sitting there for about half hour just looking at Callum like, what the fuck do I do with this yeah. thing? Like, I'm on my own. And I think I did then ring my mum. <laughs> mum, yeah, it's really there's a baby scary. in my You're house. You're responsible for a <laughs> yeah. life, a yeah. human being, something yep. that can just die. <laughs> just all of a sudden, if you do the wrong thing, it's terrifying. It's, they're so dependent, I think, yeah, that yeah. it is. It's that you have to be in the right headspace to deal with but that. But I tell you, another but time that sometimes. I've experienced having imposter syndrome was, um, well, every time I started a new business, like mm. having a business, using that word. Yeah. Like, you, you kind of, you look at the big corporations and think, well, you know, that's a business. Mm. But my tiny little thing that, mm. that I'm doing online, is that is that really a business? Seeing that's, that's... It's, who am I to, to start a business, like an online yeah. business? Who am I to call myself an author? Like, even now when I say it out loud, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't know, I don't know. It feels really weird, but I am. And yeah. that's what I want. I want to be known as being an author and a podcaster. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. that is my title, but it's, it's just, it still feels like, do you, oh, does that really? go? I don't think it does. I don't mm-hmm. think it does because I was listening to... Um, I was listening to Barack Obama's book, um, The Promised Land, I think it's called. I'm oh, listening right. to it on Audible at the moment. Okay. I'm, I'm loving it. Um, Is he reading it? 
Yes. Aww. Yeah, and that's what I love about his and Michelle's book, that they both narrate it, because I love their yeah. voices. I love it. Yeah. And uh, he talks about feeling that I have an imposter syndrome at times in his life, mm. even in the earliest, early days of his presidency. Okay. And it's just... It, it it doesn't leave you. I think it's human mm. nature to feel like that um, when you just feel that your achievements kind of have surpassed your ability and right. that you feel like you're a bit of a phony in the role that you're in. Yeah. I think I live with imposter syndrome yeah. and I think I'm very good. And I think I'm very good at mask. I am, I'm, I can be very good at masking stuff, mm-hmm. but I feel like sometimes like a swan, yeah. like, or a duck, maybe more of a duck than a swan. <laughs> <laughs> on the t- on the surface, I'm very calm, and underneath, yeah. I'm like, like just waggling, and everything's yeah. fucking going. And going, no, you're not. You can't do that. Don't do that. The setting up part, I remember, yeah, I was like, remember oh god, saying. I just, how am I qualified to do this? Who's mm-hmm. going to listen to me? That every week, I think we're doing the podcast. Claire, can I just listen to it? Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure of what I'm saying. <laughs> and it's just my brain, just going, no, just no, you're not good enough. And it's, I don't know if that has come from anywhere like I've n- I can't think of anything that it would have come from but it is so ingrained in me now yeah. that it's just something I have to just go stop stop yeah. it stop I it. think it's just human behavior to mm. feel like I read something earlier about um somebody who's who's experiencing imposter syndrome if the chat if the the chances are if you're questioning it Hmm. then you are indeed that person. It's the ones who are pretending to be the ones that right, shout about okay. it the loudest. And you think that is actually really true. The people who yep. shout about doing this, that and the next, the chance, you know, they've maybe experienced a snippet of what it is they're mouthing off about yeah. maybe once or twice. But the people who are actually there doing it and living that life, like at the mm. moment I'm peddling away under the water trying yep. to get my second book finished. And But even like when I talk to people like, when people ask me what I do, do I tell them I'm an mm. author? I do sometimes. Okay. Um, but it's See, I'd be shouting it. Now, I wrote a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> do you tell people you're a podcaster? No. Do you feel like a podcaster? Like, what does that mean to you when you think I about don't, it? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, because I don't know if I feel legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, totally. yeah, I don't know if... Will you ever feel like that? What would make you feel like you were a, a podcaster? I am all about the numbers. Okay. I'm all about the numbers. So what, what numbers then? Like a million downloads <laughs> of one episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be though. It would be, it would have to be massive. And I think even, I think that's how my brain, which isn't a positive thing of because I need that reinforcement. Something I've realised lately, I've been very self-reflective. I have always said, anyone that knows me, I don't like needy people. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan I'm realising, I feel like I'm maybe quite needy. <laughs> and it's starting to disturb me slightly because I'm like... But that self-reflection not, is great. Yeah, but I don't want to be needy. No, I hate it's it. Not, it's not being needy because needy people are, are are outwardly needy. You're being needy inwardly to yourself and you're no, just... No, but I don't know if it's coming out more now. <laughs> I feel like I don't... I feel like I'm needing more positive... What's the word? Bumping up lately. Assurance. Assurance. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know why... That I don't know if there is a lot going on. Like I have got a lot going on, but I feel like I need people to go. It's okay. You're mm-hmm. okay. You're fantastic. And I'm going. Okay. Okay. Tell me some more. <laughs> Tell me some more. How, how how fantastic? I wonder if that yeah. reflects on our neediness for our listeners to message us and email us. Probably. I I love <laughs> when I get a message that it's, it it was lovely, good. It? it it boosts me. Um, yeah. It's and it's not like I've got. 
good things going on. Mm-hmm. But I like people to say that was good. Yeah. Because I think that's how you know. And I think it's, I like to do that as well to people. Yeah. I like to tell people you're fantastic, the people I like. Yeah. You're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> or you're doing really well at that. So. That's a I nice suppose- quality to have. And it's it's nice that you are honest about that. Because I think what you're saying there is actually true of most people. Everybody mm-hmm. likes praise. But not yeah. everybody will say they like praise. Right. Exactly. It's, you know, because you don't want to be yeah. seen as being egotistical, do you? Or needy. Yeah, or needy. <laughs> You're desperate. Yeah, <laughs> shit it out. Everything I hate you know, in person. <laughs> do you know what? Here's a little bit of honesty for you. Whenever I go and look on my, check my book on Amazon, because you don't mm. get a notification when you've got um, a review. Do you not? No, no. That's annoying. Don't. Yeah, well, it's kind of good. Because then once I start getting hundreds of reviews I would all the time, live... I'd just be sitting there refreshing the screen every yeah. five seconds like I do with our listeners. <laughs> what uh, what I did when my book was first released, when it was Kindle, um, mm. when when the digital ebook version was released first for, what, the first week, I think? Um, whenever a book sold, it automatically updated on my what? KDP, so your Kindle Direct Publishing account, which right, is where okay. you publish your books through. Yeah. And it automatically updated there. If you bought a book right now, moments later, I'd be able to see it on my account. Right, okay. But with a print version, it doesn't update until the book has actually shipped and it's oh, oh. fucked in my head for weeks. I was like, oh my God, nobody's buying. Who's oh. buying my book? Like, I don't know how many books I've sold. Because also it was difficult to judge on what was creating the sales. Where was the, was it a form of promotion? Was it a form of advertising? Oh was it a form of... um exposure like some mm. sort of um facebook thing or some yep. something on instagram that i'd done that had accounted for those sales uh, i guess if i was a bit more strategical in my or strategic mm. in my uh, content creation then i'd maybe I'd be able to reflect it back and tie it into what i did on that particular day because it's always about two day lead time right, from okay. the book being purchased to it being shipped right. um yeah but i was very much all about the numbers like that first mm. first month i was like on a KDP all the time. <laughs> it was the first yeah. website that was that was suggested to me on my laptop every time I opened it oh, up. Okay. Do you want to log into oh, your God. KDP? I'm like, oh, yeah. fucking yes, I do, please. <laughs> <laughs> but when I go on and check the book out now and see if there's a new review, all oh, that not in my tummy. Mm. I'm just it, it's the dread of somebody leaving a four a four and a half oh. or a two or a negative review. And that's what I feel like is because that is my imposter syndrome all the time yeah. telling me that Someone's you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. Yeah. You're not good enough to have written a book. Like you're only, what, what was I, 36 when I wrote it? Mm. Um, I guess it was 34 when I first started writing it. And even just yeah. telling people, I've had people that I've worked with that have been like, it's really cool to see it's actually like yeah. a real book because when mm. people say they're right, everybody wants to write, not everybody, but a lot of people yeah. I've discovered want to write a book. Got a book in them well they say yeah. don't, isn't there everybody a saying like everyone's got one book in them or yeah, something like that has a book in them and they do but nobody really realizes it and my, i mean i guess unleash yourself is a book it is a book about me but it's hmm. not it's it's more of a it's more of an informative book so there is snippets of yeah. my life within yeah. it to relay a story yeah um but i think in terms of writing a fiction book or writing your biography everybody has an aspect hmm. of their life that is worthy of being shared and that would speak to somebody but I think yep. if everybody were to write a book about themselves, it you know it would be amazing because well that's Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It is that social it media totally for you. Is. You put all the shit out there. Yeah, it but, totally is. Yeah, which, but it's yeah, it's interesting. It's because 
I'm so proud that you've written a book. So I say it to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, have you read Claire's book? <clears throat> have you read Claire's book? Why haven't you read Claire's book? Read Claire's book. Because, but <laughs> I, that's just what I like doing is chatting yeah. about my mates. Whereas I can get, whereas I don't necessarily lead with my positivities yeah. for myself because it's sort of like, oh, no, no. or yeah. if I say, no, I've set up an anti-racism group, are you going to go, okay, so what qualifications have you got? Yeah. Or what, how, how, what? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That <laughs> it's, it does put you in that position. But but for all the praise that you get for what you do, it's only ever that one negative yeah. comment or that one negative bit of feedback or yeah. person's opinion that you hold on to and that yeah. is what you based everything on as a result of that's so shit uh, it is really that shit. Is so shit but when you know that you do it you can then change it mm. but imposter syndrome i don't think it ever really goes away yeah. um from what from the stories that i've heard from you know prominent people mm. um like david bowie he he had imposter syndrome mm. he okay. furiously created music because he felt his success was his music not him so oh, his okay. his way of combating having imposter syndrome was to mm. just be creative and just pour yeah. himself in his into okay. his creativity. He'd never seen it as a reflection of him as a person. Mm. And I think for everybody, it's it, it shows itself in different ways, but it's it's a difficult thing to to go beyond and to recognise when you have it as well. Because some people yeah. might experience imposter syndrome and not think, well, what level of it's not a success thing, mm. but it is always when you feel that you've gone that little bit further you've you've progressed in yeah. your life and you've got to somewhere maybe you've moved house into a nice new neighborhood or you've bought a mm. new car or you've got a promotion at work and you're getting eyeballs from maybe your colleagues who also maybe went for the job and mm. thinking do i really deserve this job have you had that mm. since you got your promotion no no that's good though no. but then my my work colleagues and i'm not just saying that because most of them listen but <laughs> most of them they we're such a supportive team yeah that it is it's so you've amazing had your ego massively fully <laughs> <laughs> they're very good at it <laughs> I, I'm never leaving <laughs> because God knows what happens if I go somewhere really else but they are really we are a really supportive team and we do look out for each other and yeah I've had nothing but nice things said since I got the promotion which is really cool um, and even then it was sort of like I go into meetings as a manager and you're like oh my God mm-hmm. like you've got to change your head and I have to get it out and I know what I'm doing like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It is, I've done, it's what I do. But you still have that, oh, what if I'm going to say something wrong? Or what if someone looks at me and goes, she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about? Yeah. And it is always there. I would be surprised if people saw that from me, mm-hmm. but I don't think many people would see that from me because I am, I think I come across very confident. Yeah. Like, generally, I am outwardly confident and I do love being the centre of attention so I am a mix, mm-hmm. but I need that praise for being centre of attention. Yeah. Like, wedding day. That, for me bring it on like everyone look at me and tell me I'm pretty mm. <laughs> that was it like if you haven't told me I'm pretty you can leave <laughs> like it's not that was it about for me I keep <clears throat> I always say my wedding it was oh there was a man yeah. there as well yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was nothing to do with him <laughs> it was all about me <laughs> he just put the ring on your finger he and that did. was it <laughs> he, he did what he had to do and that but don't look at him because he's just in a plain suit I'm in a very pretty dress so it's but yeah, I love that. I mm-hmm. do love... I was an actress when I was younger. That's I used to be acting. I do a lot of jobs, I've realised, that put me in positions where people are looking at me. And I'm comfortable with that, but I'm also hugely uncomfortable with that. Right, so here's something interesting to ask you then. If you compare your employed role, so you're now employed to be a team leader, mm. 
Compare that to your self-employed role as a founder of a business mm. which imparts knowledge, helps guide people. How do you compare the two of them? Which one are you more confident doing? Oh, I don't know. I d- oh, I don't know. It's they're very different in do my head. Do you have imposter syndrome in your role as the founder yes. of? Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you're doing something for yourself, when you're yeah. putting yourself out there, and nobody's told you to do it, it's nobody's guided you. No, and I think I think it's different with the. I'm very comfortable with the team leader role as much as there is the imposter syndrome, but I know I've got people to fall back on as well, mm-hmm. which I think helps me with that anyway which helps and hinders because I know that they might know more but also I think with part it's different when I'm talking to young people generally because I know I know more than you generally and I know why I'm doing it I know I'm imparting knowledge on you for a reason what worries me there is that someone's going to come in and go you know you're talking shit I know I'm not talking shit I know I'm founded in absolute knowledge and lived experiences but I'm waiting mm-hmm. that like, and we talked about maybe having a Carla on the podcast. It's like a dream. Mm-hmm. I would love a Carla on the podcast. I also wouldn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> it would be shit. <laughs> I'll just be sat here saying, so Tanya, what's your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. I think he's great. Yeah. I love him. It would. Will you marry me, Carla? It would. <laughs> and, and that's all I could say. Because if I said anything to do with race and he went, no, that's shit. I'd be like, uh, uh, okay, well, you're I handsome. Think- if somebody were to call out somebody like that, then that's a reflection of their personality because there's ways in which you can educate somebody mm-hmm. if you think they're not accurate yeah. in what they're saying. Um, yeah. You can turn things around because, I mean, I would, I'd hate to think that I'd ever say to somebody, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's just stupid. Like, why would you say that? There are points when I have wanted to, especially around anti-racism, and it's... I have to remember that people are learning. And I think that can be really difficult when it comes to something like anti-racism because you're like, you should fucking know this. This is why the world's in a shit state. But it's, we're all at different levels of our journey. And it has, I can now sit back and do that. And I'm a lot better at doing it. And Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier because I know that we're all learning. And I don't know if my other job has helped me with that as well, because working with kids with anxiety and mental health issues, you have to be more delicate and empathetic Mm -hmm. and think about what they might be going through because just because we know it that actually they probably know more than us because they're living it yeah and it's knowing that we're all at different levels and different experiences Mm -hmm. and yet if I would never call out a kid or anyone that said anything that I thought was actually maybe if I thought it was stupid because imagine that if you ask it if someone (laughs) says I think when I did the presentations and some one of the kids answered the question of um what could they do if they'd been racist before or something like that? How would they get over that? Or how could, and it was a great question. Yeah. And it is. And some people would go, well, why was you racist? But for me, it was more, you've acknowledged that. So now it's learning from that and moving on. Yeah. And it was so bright. It was an anonymous forum that they could put them on, which was really good that I think they could get those questions out. Yeah. But if someone had then shot them down, yeah. that's it. There's silence for the rest that's of their life. They'll not yeah. speak out again. And that's it. when you're more likely then yeah. to have an issue mm-hmm. and do something that could be ignorant. Yeah. So we have to be respectful to other people's learning. But I don't mm-hmm. feel like people always are. Mm-hmm. And that might be social media and having people being a bit more distanced. So yeah, you can, you, can almost, you, you can always dis- 
disconnect yourself from yeah. what you're saying on social media because you can change your profile picture. You yeah. don't have to be you don't have you to be your name. Profiles. Catfish, yeah. one of my favourite programs. I love catfish. Uh, <laughs> and it is they just they just lie. They just lie for years. And why are you talking to someone for ten years? I know. And you've never why? seen their face. The Don't only time I've Don't ever watched it. that show was when you braided my hair. <laughs> I love it so much. I've watched it. It was brilliant. It's really people are nuts in the best possible way. But it's nuts. It's nuts. I find it nuts and I love it. <laughs> yeah. See, catfish. Watch it. Yeah. Do you know what? I think it'd be really cool to ask our listeners to send us messages or give us some feedback on whenever they felt like yeah. they've experienced imposter syndrome because it'd be interesting to hear. Yeah. Um, other people's interpretation of what what they've experienced. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm all. I I love shit like that, and I really loved when we had the voice notes as well. So if you do oh, want yeah. to send a voice note, please do. Yeah, we do love voice because they are cool. Yeah, the, and I have. We are going to be talking about. We've got a subject. I don't know when we're doing it, but I have got one from Laura. I think somewhere. I don't know where I've saved it. Was oh, this cultural? Um, Appro- I can't even say the word appropriation. Anymore. <laughs> Cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation. Oh, f- appreciation. <laughs> it's been a long day. Fuck. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I have got um, some information about that or a question sort of around that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's is that a voice cool. note? It is a voice note. Mm-hmm. And Laura's voice is very cool. I don't know, I don't know if it's just a voice because I've grown up with a voice as well. Yeah. That it soothes me and it makes me laugh. Um, so might make you laugh. But I don't know. It's very random. I like her voice. Um, there was a quote that I read um, online, and it's from a man, Harold Schultz. He's one of the founders or the founder of Starbucks. Okay. Have you heard of him? I heard the name. I feel like I, I know the name, but yeah. I wouldn't have said. Well, Starbucks. he said that very few people believe they're deserving of their achievements, mm. and I think that's mm. quite true because. Although yeah. we strive hard to achieve what we've achieved, like yeah. to think I put in two years to write my book, mm. to to still see it, like I see it sitting on the shelf there, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's really <laughs> weird. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, I know I've achieved. I know I've earned it. Yeah. Um, but I hated English in school. Who am I to call myself an author? Because I hated mm. the subject that. Yeah. And it was very obvious when I was writing the book how little attention I paid. <laughs> <laughs> paid no attention in school. <laughs> I had to learn an ears. awful lot when I was writing that. Yeah, okay, and that I think See? impacted my imposter syndrome. Why am I writing? Okay. I don't even know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about, or I think yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but there'll always be somebody who's got perspect perspective. Yeah, that's the perfect word to mm. ease um, imposter syndrome. Yes. Everybody has different perspectives, and everybody's yeah. situations are different. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, and I think, like you said, I think it's always, I know for me, it will always be there. But I think part of that imposter syndrome does also then make me push myself more. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's very rare that I will give into it. Mm-hmm. It's there and I'm going, yeah, right, but I will push through it because mm-hmm. that's what I do. And even if my voice, like I said, when I started part, even if it is going, you don't know what you're doing, well, I do, and I know why I'm doing it. And I think that works for me. Why I'm doing something matters more than anything else. Mm-hmm. That part needed to be a thing in my mind. So no okay, matter so what. Okay, so that's really that's really helpful to hear because that's that's like a coping mechanism to get through yeah. it, isn't it? Knowing what your outcome is, the why, yeah. the, why the why. I guess is always. Um, well, we even with when we're setting goals at work that we look at smart goals and what like if someone said 
I want to feel better. Why? Yeah. What? What? And how will that look mm-hmm. when you feel better? Because it could be that's going to be different for everyone. And when you can focus on that more, you know what you're working towards. For me, anyway, mm-hmm. I know what I'm working towards. I know that by starting part, hopefully other children won't experience some of the shit that my children experienced. Okay. So that for me is massive. And yeah, it's, yeah, that's yeah. it. And my children's children and everyone. Yeah. It's, so yeah. it's like, yeah, well, that's a done deal. Yeah. That I knew when I went for my promotion at my other work that it was, I want to be in that management where I want to help shape the company because we're an amazing company. Mm-hmm. So I've got those goals. And as much as any other voices going, are you sure? But mm-hmm. can you do that? Yeah, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. So shut up. Plus, I also do have a massive support network mm-hmm. of people going, you're great. <laughs> we fucking love you. <laughs> you're so pretty and amazing. <laughs> I need that. Oh, I'd break. Oh, imagine there was such a thing as like a mirror mirror on the wall. Oh, God. Who's the prettiest one of all? No, because it would go, you fucking, it would, no, I can feel, see, it would be the imposter in the mirror. It would, oh my God, it would be awful. I'd need a positive one. I would have the fucking witch. I wouldn't have, like, Snow White or whoever she is. Is that Snow White? It is Snow White. Yeah, it's Snow White, yeah. 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 No. Uh, look, quickly, before we go, what are you reading at the moment? What book have what you got reading? I'm reading the Geisha one from you, I think, oh, at the yeah. moment. I am reading that. That, but I'm also listening to Shonda Rhimes at the same time. What book? Shonda Rhimes. So she is. She's the producer of, um, or her company produced Bridgerton. But she is. Oh, she wrote Shonda, Grey's Anatomy. Shonda and Rhimes. No, but what's her pro? What's Shondaland. Her, Shondaland. Shondaland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when I seen that come up at Bridgerton, I was like, "Ooh, Shondaland." Shondaland. That's the name of and my she show. She is. Um, her book at the moment it's called i think it's called the year of yes because she wrote gray's anatomy how to get away with murder scandal she is really a bloody don this woman she's amazing she's written a book yes a year i think it's a couple of years old but the year of yes i think it's called Ooh. and she's just talking about like her life and that part of that imposter syndrome and it did make me laugh even her saying that um in one of the bits that her family just don't rate her <laughs> like because they're just their siblings so they don't see how amazing she is because you're just Shonda. Yeah. And it is, sometimes that's normal that people aren't blowing smoke up your ass because you're just their sister. Yeah, you need to be grounded. You do. I do completely agree with that. But Um, it is really But it is nice to have people blowing smoke up your ass. Oh, please. Oh, good. (laughs) God. (laughs) Going back to luxury moment. Oh, luxury time. time. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, it's so funny. (laughs) We're going to have to get some um, mugs or something made yeah. up of luxury time. Clear and a luxury time. <laughs> I don't know what that will look like. I made up a meme and sent it to you, remember? Yeah. <laughs> I liked that. That was good. We need more memes. That's how we know when we've hit when someone else is making memes of us. Yes. So someone so make that, a meme now. Will that make you a podcaster? <laughs> if there's some memes or quotes. Luxury yeah, time. Luxury time. Tanya Rollinson. <laughs> I've quoted you in my new book, by the way. Have you? Aww. Yeah, I can't remember what your quote is, yeah. but... Uh, <laughs> is it a nice one? Do it I... is a nice one. It's all about positivity Aww. and um, pushing boundaries to build more confidence. Oh, yeah, I'm all about I'm really it. I'm excited. <laughs> In fact, one of our listeners, Vanessa, hmm. has very generously offered to be my proofreader. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I, te- yeah, okay. I messaged her last week and says, Vanessa, Vanessa, nearly got my, my book ready hmm. to send over to you. Then the laptop shit the bed. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> I didn't get it over to her. So now yeah. I'm feeling the pressure of time because I've right. said, oh, I'm going to have it ready by a certain time. And now, well, 
that hasn't happened. I had to send no. a wee beggy message to Vanessa this morning. I was like, I'm really sorry, but oh, the book God. hasn't made it to you. No, but say so this is why, like you said, fluidity. Yes, fluidity. it is. Adapt, adapt the goals to, yes. to fit. Yeah. But knowing what the structure is, is, yes. is keeping that in mind as well. Yeah. No, it is. Cool. Uh, so yeah. cue the intro music. Dun, 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 dun. I can't actually remember what the intro music is. Well, I was thinking like. about it earlier. Because uh, I was going to download it and make it a ringtone for my phone. Ah, that would be really I cool. Know. I want that. I know. So <gasps> we're going to love you and leave you, everybody. And we're going to go and download... Um, really? dun, 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 dun. <laughs>